right? <clears throat> Welcome to another great episode of Transformed and Renewed. Listen, if this is your first time on this page, what I need you to do is follow, like, comment, share, or you can, you can do all combination of four. So make sure you um, at least follow us at Robotic1212. Hit the like button, drop a comment or two, however many you feel, and um, let's just really engage tonight. Um, again, if you are returning, welcome you know, to another great episode. Glad to be here. Hope that you are excited and feeling good. And um, <clears throat> as you can see from the headline for tonight's topic, which is, you know, are you gassed up all the time? Now, I don't mean, you know, are you, you know, always at 100, you know, in terms of your emotional level. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is are you actually gassed like you, you're just breaking wind everywhere you go you're just leaving something behind and you know it's you you know it's you don't be looking at someone else talking about did you pass that no that was you okay just own up to it and so we're going to talk about you know why you may be gassy all the time because it's a it's a strong matter no pun intended but let's really explore you know what you know, foods can actually cause you to be gassy and how you can actually avoid that because, you know, having excess gas can, you know, lead to some complicated health issues, especially if you do not treat them. So, um, again, like I said, if this is your first time or you're returning, make sure you follow, hit that like button, share, comment, um, and let's just really engage. So, um, this topic tonight, it came on my mind recently because... You know, I have actually experienced some gassiness myself, and it has also led me to really imply some of the uh, principles um, that I want to share with you in terms of how you can really mitigate, you know, having a lot of gas, especially if you're in a public place. It can be very embarrassing, you know, when you break wind and people know that it is you, okay? That could be the worst feeling, so we don't want that to happen, and so to prevent that, you know, it's important to really understand, you know, what foods cause you to be gassy, you know, as well as evaluate, okay, if I do eat these foods, what is the timeline in terms of how long does this gas actually persist in my body that I still experience some of the symptoms such as bloating, um, even just, you know, sometimes when you swallow air, they can also, you know, cause you to have excess gas, okay? And so, you know, start with a list of foods, and these are just some because I know, you know, one size does not, does not fit all, and each person is different. So some of these foods that I named, you may be completely fine. However, some foods you may say, well, you know, I have experienced some gassiness with that. And so if this applies to you, then again, later in the video, I will share with you some things that you can actually do to prevent or mitigate being gassiness or even actually how you can deal with it. So some foods that, you know, come to mind are, of course, beans and beans of any type. So you think navy, kidney, black beans, pinto beans, garbanzo, aka chickpeas, and, uh, you know, the list goes on. Even legumes such as uh, lentils, soybeans, you know, can't forget those. And products that are made through those products, um, through those um, beans such as tofu, tempeh, you know, miso, 
Yes, because they still contain the beam, you know, itself, they can, you know, still cause you to have gas. And so those are some of the products that I would say can give you gas. Why? Well, because when you think about some beans, you know, particularly I know soybeans, but it could be the same type of beans, you know, they contain this complex sugar called raffinose. And raffinose um, is a complex sugar that, you know, once it's digested in your body or once you consume it, it doesn't easily digest in your body. And so because of that, you know, <clears throat> it takes a while uh, for it to even go through your entire body. And in the process, you know, you're producing, you know, a lot of gas, you know, once it's in your body. And so I know that because of the complexity of, you know, raffinose, you know, that can cause some issues for different people. Again, you can have excess, you know, gas passing, flatulence, farting, however you look at it. And, you know, that may not be something that you want to deal with long term. Now, sometimes I know that if it's your first time consuming beans or products of that nature, your body may still be getting adjusted to really um, those products. But if you've been consuming that for over, you know, two or three months or even, you know, close to a year, and you're still experiencing those, you know, issues, then I would say it's important to really, um, you know, consider some alternatives because, again, you know, excess gas, you know, it can cause, you know, a myriad of health problems, especially, you know, if, you know, it continues to build up in your digestive system. Um, some other foods I would say would include cruciferous vegetables. So these would include like Brussels sprouts, um, broccoli, your leafy greens. And again, not everybody has the same reaction to these foods, but they are some foods that have been, you know, highlighted as potential gas causers. And I, I would say when it comes to cruciferous vegetables, cruciferous vegetables, the sulfur content um, in some of the the leafy greens or some of these products can, you know, of course, produce, you know, gas. So that is something to keep in mind um, is just the different compounds, you know, that are contained in these products, you know, when they are broken down in the body. They can, in fact, produce, you know, some sugars and those sugars can then produce some gas in your body. Um, so I hope that doesn't become too alarming. And on the subject of sugar, you know, it also shouldn't be surprised when you hear about cheese. So we already know that because, you know, you probably heard somebody say, are you cutting cheese? You know, I don't really say that, but, you know, people, different people say it. And um, when you think about cheese, dairy of any type, you know, fat, especially cheeses that contain a high amount of saturated fat and sugars, when you combine those two because, you know, when you have fat in different food products, that can actually, saturated fat can actually slow down, you know, how food is digested. And so when you combine that with different sugars, you know, that can build up that gas reaction in your body. So, you know, hope that doesn't become too surprising when you combine, you know, eating various cheeses or you eat probably like half a cup of cheese and you wonder why you're feeling so constipated, you know, why it's almost seemed like you had cramps in your body. Well, it's because, again, you have to understand the, the fat content as well as the 
proportion to the sugar content um, that's in dairy products. And because depending on the level of saturated fat, even fat that's in the food product, that number one can slow down, you know, how fast the food is being digested. But then again, when you combine it with the sugars that are present in, you know, those cheeses or even milk, then that also can produce some gas. And so when you combine both of those factors, fat and then sugar, you know, you create more gas. So, you know, cheeses, I would say that is also flagged as, you know, a gas producing food. And then also some other things, I would say meats, you know, especially fatty meats. So meats of any types, you know, when you're thinking about beef, uh, pork, chicken, you know, these can also produce gas. And, you know, again, when you're thinking about the fat content and then the sugar content, you know, from meat products, especially those that are not lean, then you have to, you know, also keep in mind that, yes, these are, you know, potentials for causing, you know, excessive gas in your body. And um, I think I forgot to mention eggs, you know, on the topic of dairy. So, yes, eggs are known to, you know, definitely produce a lot of gas. You know, I think because of the sulfur um, compound that's present in eggs, because I know when you leave out spoiled eggs or eggs for a while and they end up spoiling, you can smell it instantly. So imagine if you ate um, over four eggs or, you know, two eggs in a day. You can imagine after some time, you're going to start to smell eggy, like, really. Okay, so, you know, those are some of the foods I would say and some other foods that, again, it just depends. But I know apple, you know, is flagged as a food that can cause some gas and onions and garlic. You know, those are other foods because of the sugar um, content. You know, again, with different people, they break it down different ways. So with all that said, again, these are just some foods, but, you know, there may be foods that I haven't mentioned that you may experience, you know, excessive gasiness with. And the first thing I would say is, you know, it's important to really identify those foods by really understanding, okay, when you eat certain foods, you know, how do you feel after eating those foods? Kind of like taking notes or like keeping a log in a, you know, journal or a diary, but really, you know, being mindful about, okay, if I ate, you know, cheese this time and I felt really, you know, constipated, but, you know, next time I ate, you know, uh, what was it, fat-free cheese, you know, I felt fine. Or if I ate, you know, something that was plant-based, you know, I feel fine. Then, you know, you're kind of doing a process of elimination, but you're also, you know, taking note and being mindful of, okay, let me not continue to eat something because doing so, you just only added more and more just insult on top of your body. And so, you know, it's important that we really be mindful of these things because some of the issues, you know, that we may deal with, we can actually prevent them just by taking, you know, some um, simple um, practices. And so the next thing I would say is, of course, you want to consult your healthcare physician. As much as I can share this information with you, you know, it is um, also important that you really you know, seek a professional um, healthcare physician who can really, you know, evaluate your charts and your history. Um, so working with your primary care physician can also help with these issues. And then again, if you have 
I guess just deeper issues. You may say, well, I don't really like going to my primary care. There are some alternatives, um, like you have um, naturopathic. I could be like screwing up the word, but um, you have those, and then you also have um, holistic, you know, healthcare physicians. And so these are people who actually work with, you know, patients or clients to really get their health on track. Primarily, you know, starting with their nutrition, their lifestyle. So they really get deep into your life and really understanding, okay, what are you doing currently right now and really making a plan for you. And so that is something that I really want you to look into. And then also, um, again, once you've identified those foods, you know, make sure that you, you know, avoid them because going back to them, you know, you're just going to have the same issue. And so when you do that, then you can pretty much, you know, cut down the gas, you know, again, no pun intended, but you don't want to walk around in, in public passing gas and people know that it is you. And plus, you probably don't want to be in a car and you talking to somebody, you know, you over here having a nice conversation. Then it's like, hmm, what is that smell? OK, so we don't want to do that. So the best ways that we can avoid it is, well, one, just avoid it eating some of these foods that I mentioned, and also really taking note of what you're eating and knowing that certain foods, they have complex sugars, and just know that when these sugars are ingested or consumed in the body, they may not have the best like result or process, you know, that may leave you feeling good. You know, in actuality, you could be smelly, you know, after the fact. And so, again, these are some things that you can actually apply being mindful about the foods you eat, avoiding them, you know, talking with your healthcare physician if you say, well, I've done, you know, most of these, but I'm still not sure what is going on. And some other things that I won't go too deep into, it could be external factors. It could be, you know, if you're using certain hygiene products, you know, you never know. Different people have different reactions to some products. So, you know, I never like to overlook anything. So, you know, one thing I would say about if you are gassy, you know, take mental note of everything because you want to make sure that if this is really bothering you, you want to get to the root of it. And if nothing else, I always pray about the matter. So, you know, don't know if you believe in that, but, you know, if not, then you can even ask me and I'll pray for you. I pray, Lord, show them, you know, what is the source of this gas? Because I don't want you walking around smelling up any place. Um, because there have been times where I've been by myself and I'm like, woo, yes, we need to be by ourselves because if we was in public, woo, uh, I couldn't look at myself. So hope you enjoyed this, um, you know, brief segment on gassiness. Hope that this can give you some insight. If you ever felt, you know, you were very gassy and you really didn't know what to do. Again, these are just some of the techniques that you can apply. Um, and I hope again that you you know, really, um, you know, take time, again, if you're gassy, to really take some mental note and address the issue, because otherwise you're going to be smelling. So, again, if you haven't already, make sure that you like and subscribe to our page at Robotic 1212. I really appreciate your feedback, and I thank you for, you know, just really being loyal um, to, you know, me just giving me a couple minutes of your day. I know you could be doing anything, so I want to thank you for stopping by. And... Again, make sure you like, drop a comment, 
also, I'm always open to different topics. So if there's something that you say, hey, you know, I really want to understand, you know, about, I don't know, fiber, you know, omega-3 fatty acids or just nutrition in general, you know, or, or it could even be something related to lifestyle and fitness, like, you know, what do I need to do to really share some weight or some pounds? You know, drop a comment because I'm always interested in covering different topics because I'm here to help you. I'm here to serve you. So make sure that you drop a comment and I will see you later.